So Clay Thompson missed out on an all NBA team and thus a Supermax contract worth an additional thirty million dollars as he is due for a new contract uh, coming up very, very soon. So after he learned he didn't make the All-NBA team, Clay Thompson said, quote, oh, I didn't? When you go to five straight finals, it takes more than a couple All-NBA guys. Later went on to say, do I think there are that many guards better than me? No, end quote. Petty alert, petty alert, petty alert. Petty alert to start the episode. Strap in, number one podcast listeners. Permission to join Team Petty for Clay. I mean, it's kind of shit he missed out on after his great season. He sh- probably should have been an All NBA. You denied. Petty alert. <laughs> Petty alert. Petty alert. He's still on the Golden Snake Warriors, right? <laughs> you didn't think he'd actually be approved, did you? Petty alert. Petty alert. Petty alert. By the way, speaking of petty alerts, um, Godspeed to Clay as he makes $38.2 million per year instead of $44.2 million per year. It will be very unlikely he can afford another toaster, so please continue with the freebies, all you fans of the Snakes of Oakland. <laughs> Hashtag pray for Clay. Hashtag thoughts and Clayers. Welcome back to another edition of Prem Brulee. I'm your host, Premobot of the Play Call Network, and thank you for tuning in, you number one podcast listeners. That's right. Don't ever get it twisted. Don't ever play yourselves. This is the number one podcast in your headphones. And let's go with some Yeah, Fam or Not. The NBA Finals are now set. Last episode, the Western Conference was already locked up with the Warriors sweeping the Blazers. They did so in... In those four games, all without King Snake Kevin Durant. Also very interesting is that the Warriors are 31-1 in games without KD that they do have Steph Curry. Of course, they will not have Kevin Durant at least to start the finals. So we ask yet again, yeah fam or not, are the Snakes of Oakland better off without their number one snake? Absolutely yeah fam. I know I built suspense last time, but that 31-1 speaks for itself. This stupid-ass team had 73 wins before the King Snake joined him, so there's no reason that they should need him. Petty alert. Petty alert. Petty alert. So yeah, fam. They're better off without him. Let him leave. Goodbye. I wouldn't mind to see them win and it diminish Kevin Durant's zero rings or the two you imaginarily think he has even more. Petty alert. Petty alert. Petty alert. In the East, it was number one versus number two, the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Toronto Raptors, a two seed. After the Bucks went up two to one, the Raptors ended up with four straight wins to finish out the series, four to two. It is the first time the Bucks lost even three straight games all year long. They did it, of course, no different than previously. They rode on the back of Kawhi Leonard, whose knees and back have seem to be gimpy, I assume, from carrying the team. <laughs> so here we have it. The first time the Raptors go on to the NBA Finals, they will face the Golden Snake Warriors. Stay tuned later for my pick 
And if you're keeping tabs at home, I've done pretty damn well this playoff, so you may want to take note. Next up on Yeah, Fam or Not, it's kind of an interesting one. So, RJ Hampton is the number five overall recruit according to ESPN's ESPN 100. He announced he will forego college to play pro basketball. He signed a contract with the New Zealand Breakers in Australia's National Basketball League, the NBL. Hampton becomes the first American player to willingly forego college for playing international ball. You may be thinking, that's not exactly true. Well, players like Brandon Jennings, Emmanuel Moutier, and Terrence Ferguson, who all signed overseas previously and made it to the NBA, they did so amid concerns regarding their academic and amateur status, so therefore their eligibility. So instead of even dealing with it, they went overseas to play and spend their mandatory one year before they can put their name in the NBA draft prospect pool. Hampton told ESPN's Get Up, quote, My number one goal is to play in the NBA. I wanted to be an NBA player before I ever wanted to be a college player. This is about getting ready for the next level faster and more efficiently. End quote. Hampton's move comes as a surprise. He had recently cut his college recruitment list down to Kansas, Memphis, and Texas Tech, and had previously fielded scholarship offers from Duke and Kentucky, amongst others. Kind of worth noting, um, the NBL launched a program called the Next Stars program to attract one-and-done players. So players like Terrence Ferguson last year, RJ Hampton, can sign professionally for what equates to about $78,000 of uh, annual salary. And that salary does not count against a roster spot for a team in the NBL. And the contract is paid for by the league instead of the club. So basically incentivizing teams to find these one-and-done players with exemptions. So my FM or not, after all that background, is... R.J. Hampton's move opens the floodgates for this to be a real option for recruits moving forward. Yeah, fam. Why not? Just like Hampton said, his goal is to play in the pros, not college ball. The draft rule needs to change, plain and simple. I think a lot of us agree on that. Otherwise, the NBA and NCAA will suffer. This opens the floodgates. He's going to earn money, learn to be a pro, train with pros. And more so, he picked a team in the NBL that's partially owned by former NBA pros Sean Marion and Matt Walsh. It's perfect. Listen, we can't be pissed when one-and-done players don't value school and they're just here to play ball, don't care about being a student, and then also be pissed when a high school recruit goes and just plays ball. You can't have it both ways. If they agree for the draft age to be back down to 18, this will solve a lot of those problems. The players that really want to try out college and think they want that lifestyle will go there. The product will get better as a result because you have young men wanting to be there. And those that want to go pro can. I am a yeah fam to this. Alright, a quick one for today. On to likey, no likey, and hate it. And my likey for the week is that the 2021 NFL Draft is going to be in Cleveland. Let's fucking go, Ohio. While I would love to see the NFL start to host these drafts in non-NFL house cities, 
think it'd be a really cool concept. For example, partial to Columbus, be great to attract the fans who don't have a pro team to at least get the draft, something like that. But the process isn't broke. You just had Nashville packed to the brim with NFL draft fans. So whatever they're doing is working. Love that they're spreading the wealth and going to different cities. Of course, next year's is in Vegas, followed by that Cleveland draft. So I'm very much looking forward to that. I think it'll be big for Ohio. I'm a likey to that. No likey goes to Milwaukee Bucks head coach Mike Budenholzer having a problem with Drake courtside and his interactions during home games, including his infamous shoulder massage of Raptors head coach Nick Nurse. Hate that for you, fam. How did that turn out? Now, I am a likey to the petty wars it started between the Bucks and Raptors. So, the daughter of the Bucks owner, Mallory Eden, sat courtside of the Bucks Raptors Game 5 wearing a Pusha t shirt. You absolutely deserve this alert. Petty alert, petty alert, petty alert. And permission to join Team Petty is approved easily. But then, Drake changed his Instagram profile picture to one of the Milwaukee Bucks daughter, that very same Mallory Edens, and his fans blew up her comments with the owl emoji signature to his OVO logo. Petty alert, petty alert, petty alert. Drake's permission to join Team Petty approved. Listen, I can't play favorites on this one. There's plenty of room for petty wars here. My hate it addresses kind of a realization I had. Listen, Drake got so much love for doing his part in the Raptors winning their Eastern Conference final series versus the Bucks, but we're all of a sudden going to forget all the teams he's cursed along the way because he finally didn't blow it for once? Never loved never loved I mean, yes, yeah, sound it. Petty alert, petty alert, petty alert. I can still petty alert someone who I just put on the team. There's no rules here. And last but not least, I hate it goes to Donovan McNabb calling himself a Hall of Famer by comparing his stats to Troy Aikman. Paul Pierce, I mean, Donovan McNabb <laughs> is out here calling himself a Hall of Famer by comparing himself to Troy D. Wade Aikman. This is the exact same concept as Pierce Wade. You can make the case that they're apples to apples, but one apple is a honey crisp. And the other is like a green apple. Sure, some people like them, but those people are wrong. <laughs> and those people are Paul Pierce, Donovan, McNabb people. Fuck your apples to apples comparison. <laughs> we all know Honey Crisp is a goat. Joker, you know what time it is. And here we go. On to You Played Yourself. You know that's what we came here for. The first You Played Yourself goes to the NFL and the NFL Players Association. So, they announced two joint agreements that will support further resources directed to address pain management and behavioral health. It's fantastic. Not the reason why it's on You Played Yourself. Obviously. These are all great issues, but here's some advice on that first agreement. That one with the further resources to address pain management. NFL PA and NFL, you guys can pay me way less for this advice how about you just take fucking weed 
off the banned su- substances list. You're welcome for the cost savings. We're going to act like a lot of these pain management and painkiller abuse issues don't stem from the fact that these gateway drugs are allowed, these opioid gateway drugs, leading to full-on use when there's cannabis that won't do the same. Also, this is a two-parter because NFL insiders, namely Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, have reported that early talks for the next CBA between the NFL and NFLPA are going well, so much so that while unlikely, Rappaport even mentioned extending the current CBA as even something that's been considered. (laughs) Really? After all the issues we've heard about the CBA from the players, don't get me wrong, I'd love for football to not have a stoppage, but this seems totally opposite of everything we've heard. If the players want better, they gotta take a fucking stand. Otherwise, what are you complaining about? Oh, you played yourself goes to the Milwaukee Bucks. It doesn't fucking matter that the Bucks hadn't lost three straight games all season long if the first time they do is when it matters most. The best team in the league? Nah, you're just the best team in the regular season. The Snakes of Oakland and the Raptors will let you gladly keep that regular season title all day long. You played yourself, Milwaukee. Don't you dare associate your Go Bucks with our beloved Buckeyes. Petty alert, petty alert, petty alert. Staying with the theme of losers in the conference finals, the Portland Trailblazers are next up on You Played Yourself. So, the Trailblazers led for more minutes in the series than the Warriors by a 101-83 minute margin. Quote, we were very competitive in this series, even though it was a sweep. Portland coach Terry Stott said after what he described as a special season ended with an overtime loss and a sweep. This sounds like a bunch of participation trophy bullshit. You lead for 101 minutes and not one of those 101 mattered because you led for zero games. You played yourself. Take your fucking consolation. We wanted you to take down the fucking snakes. What gives a shit about your your sweep you're trying to find silver linings for? A you played yourself goes to some sports news outlets debating whether Steph Curry would have a better legacy than LeBron James. I know it's slow between games in the middle of the summer, but please... Please, can we refrain from wasting our time? Are rings really everything to you fucking schmoes? Making these stupid ass debates just so you can get traction with your fucking hot takes? Leave those to me. Based on your fucking logics, Adam Morrison and his two rings, along with his dirt stash, are more impressive to you than Charles Barkley or Patrick Ewing and their Hall of Fame careers. Or Adam Morrison is just as impressive as Hakeem Olajuwon, right? Same amount of rings. (laughs) Don't waste our fucking time and insult us. Lagod James is arguably the best player of all time. Steph Curry has one fucking ring. Petty alert, petty alert, petty alert. And by the way, zero NBA Finals MVPs. (laughs) And we're debating legacy. Petty alert, petty alert, petty alert. Yeah, you can sound it. 
but whatever. I'm fucking right. Matter of fact, fuck anyone thinking there's anyone better than LeBron James on this fucking planet. Just because he's not in the playoffs. Toronto Raptors, y'all have him to thank for you making your first finals. Drake, how about you go fucking massage LeBron's shoulders, not Nick Nurse's. In world, hop off Kawhi Leonard and start sending thank yous to LeBron James for not bouncing y'all asses out of the playoffs once again. Because you already know he's your dad, fucking LeBronto. <laughs> oh, and by the way, back to Drake, I couldn't say it better than my cousin Roche. Drake, being the second best player... On this Raptors team, champions of the East, does not happen unless LeBron sacrifices himself to the fucking Western Conference. Nothing but love and respect for our president, our God, LeBron James. Don't you ever play yourself. Toronto, start fucking packaging up all your... Maple syrup, all the goods you got in Canada. And thank LeBron. Thank your lucky stars. He's not in the Eastern Conference. Spanking y'all asses out of the playoffs once again. Petty alert. Petty alert. Petty alert. <laughs> Last but not least, every time, every time I think there won't be enough material and you played yourselves, a Golden Snake Warriors player starts acting a fucking fool again. So Fox Sports 1's Chris Broussard said... Kevin Durant's worst nightmare would be if the Snakes of Oakland won a championship while he was injured. He stated that players around the league already put an asterisk by his two rings. You fucking think... <laughs> Broussard posed the question that if they were to win without him, does it diminish his two rings? Then KD responded with the following tweet. Quote, I see a little exaggeration there, buddy. My worst nightmare? You sure that this is the worst that it can get? With three question marks? End tweet. Then, Broussard was on FS1's Undisputed, where he outlined he and KD's relationship, saying they text back and forth about everything, sometimes for two to three hours, and said that it wasn't even the worst he's heard from him. So, KD's slithery self chose to focus on the smallest part of Broussard's three-minute description, saying the following. Quote, Cap, 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 cap. You don't have my number, man. End quote. Then Broussard responded on Twitter saying, IG, DM, Twitter DM, text, it's all the same thing nowadays, dude. Don't act like I'm lying. Like, are you fucking kidding me with this sensitive ass? Katie's that person that doesn't know how to argue. He's nitpicking small, tiny ass words instead of addressing the actual point. It's a losing battle, King Snake. And to Chris Broussard. <laughs> Breaking news, my sources tell me, you fucking lost to Chris Broussard. <laughs> you fucking king, snake, slithery ass, zero ring having Kevin Durant. And by the way, let me backtrack. An asterisk on his two rings? Where are you getting this two ring figure from, Chris? Petty alert, petty alert, petty alert. Last I checked, King Snake has zero. And he will continue to have zero. All right. Now it's time for who you got and what are you feeling. A recap of previous picks. Of course, now I can recap my finals. Who will make the NBA finals picks? So, 
I originally said the Warriors over the Blazers in six. Of course, the Warriors got them in a sweep. I then said the Raptors over the Bucks in seven games. And the Raptors ended up winning in six. So the result is I got the correct matchup at least. The other pick I made just last episode was who the Grizzlies should take at number two in the upcoming NBA draft. Ja Morant or R.J. Barrett. Of course, Ja Morant is where everybody is leaning, including the Grizzlies reportedly. They see him as a heir apparent to Mike Conley or will move on from Mike Conley by drafting our. By drafting John Morant, I am on Team R.J. Barrett here. I think the Grizzlies should take him and add him to a pretty solid lineup and see how they do. So time will tell. And as promised, this week's picks are NBA Finals related. Of course, it's Warriors versus Raptors. And the Raptors do have home court advantage by virtue of a better record. Even though they were two seed in the East, the record was still better than the Warriors by one game. In the regular season, the Raptors won both meetings during the regular season. And as I said earlier, there is no KD, at least to start the series. Can Kawhi (laughs) continue his unreal production? So I wanted to make my prediction and then who I think will be NBA Finals MVP. I am saying the Golden Snake Warriors win in six games, I think they close it out at home. If you're doing the math here, they would be getting their clinching victory in Oakland. And as NBA Finals MVP, maybe Steph Curry finally breaks the mold and gets that illustrious Finals MVP that he has gotten beaten out by the likes of Andre Iguodala and Kevin Durant. Yet, remember, he's... His legacy is better than LeBron James, guys. We're actually debating that. Real professionals were. But no. You already know what kind of podcast this is. Petty alert. Petty alert. Petty alert. Some petty shit. So my pick for NBA Finals MVP is going to be Klay Thompson. It's going to be Klay Thompson and his Velcro goatee beard. (laughs) As for what I'm feeling, I got to see the new Aladdin movie. I highly recommend it. They made just the right amount of changes, so it's nostalgic and not trying to outdo the masterpiece so special to a lot of our childhoods. And also, an incredible birthday slash Memorial Day weekend with my people. Loved every second of it. And on that note, my too much sense for this week, the advice you didn't ask for but I'm going to give you anyway, is to make time for the people that make time for you. If they show you they care... Why not show them that love back? Give preference to those people that gave you preference. And that'll wrap up another edition of Prem Brulee. The number one podcast in your headphones. That's right. Don't ever get it twisted. Don't ever play yourselves. I've been your host, Premobot of the Play Call Network. You know the drill. Please rate and review the podcast. I'd greatly appreciate it. Pass it on to someone you know. Please check out all of our other Play Call Network podcasts and we will talk to you next time and in the meantime make sure you hashtag pray for clay and you send out those hashtag thoughts and clairs we'll talk to you next time